Let's make today the day you get one step closer to becoming the parent you've always wanted to be and the parent your children deserve. And welcome to Powerful Parenting for Today's Kids. I am your host, Erin Taylor, and I have wanted to help parents and children literally since I was 11 years old. I created this podcast to help you make a stronger, healthier, deeper connection to your child, to understand the inevitable challenges a little better, and learn some new ways to navigate them when they occur. Thank you for spending some time with me. Now let's get this show started. Hello and welcome to episode 165. Today I wanted to talk about perspective. I was thinking about my friend, or I should say I saw an update from my friend on social media whose daughter recently died tragically. And it so happened that she is pregnant with another daughter who is due in a few weeks. And I thought about the paradox of life and how she's in probably one of the most intense versions of the paradox of life, where she's having to do the work of grieving deeply while also trying to anticipate the joy of a new life soon to arrive and I think that it's uh, you know that's a very intense example but all the time we have things that happen that we label as good or bad things that are more difficult or disappointing for us things that are exciting Uh, wonderful opportunities, chances to uh, achieve dreams and goals and things like that. Most of the growth that we have comes through the challenge, the struggle, and the trial. I've always thought that, you know, just like we have the dark so that we can see the light, I think that we have struggles and challenges in life so that we can grow. That's where the real growth in life happens. And we have good times in life to enjoy them for sure. But we wouldn't have the appreciation of how wonderful they are without the trials and the challenges and the struggles and the pain that we also face at other times. And sometimes, in the case of my friend, we might be facing both of them at the same time. So I think it's really important to, well, especially when we're going through a hard time, to keep it in perspective. Sometimes with our children, and with us too, pardon me if you hear, uh, I'm going to go off track for a minute, pardon me if you hear uh, traffic whizzing by, I am sitting in my car recording this episode and maybe a few others when I'm finished because I'm recording this on a Sunday. I drove my son to his volleyball tournament and 
they don't have their first game for another half hour or so. So I decided to squeeze in a few podcast recordings while I'm sitting out here waiting for his his game to begin because that's what I have to do. I have to squeeze it in to the cracks and the margins where I can. And I'm sure those of you listening to this can also relate to sometimes needing to squeeze things in. So anyway, sometimes our children will go through a difficult time. And to them, it seems like the absolute end of the world. Maybe it's a disagreement with a friend. Maybe it's something they did in school that maybe they tripped in the cafeteria or maybe they messed up in their class presentation and it literally feels like the end of the world to them. And we felt like it was the end of the world probably when we were their age as well. But having the wisdom of experience and time and perspective and maturity, we can see that this is not the end of the world or the end of their lives. This is just a challenging thing that has cropped up in the moment. And so to, to keep it in that perspective of, you know, in the grand scheme of life, how important is this really? I think it's easier probably to see that or to, to, to see that perspective when you're looking at someone else's challenge. It's much more difficult to see it in our own challenges. But if we can ask ourselves in those challenging moments, how important is this? How significant, let me say that, how significant is this in the grand scheme of my life? If you can ask that question and find that the answer is, it feels huge now, but it's actually not that significant, there, there's your perspective right there. That in itself, that realization helps to reduce the, magnet, the feeling of the magnitude of the situation and the suffering. So when our children are suffering, how do we help them? We can gently try to offer them some perspective, but it's probably going to be pretty hard for them to see it that way. And I will use the example of my son to illustrate this. And this is how I would suggest and encourage you to help your kids when they're struggling through something that feels so, so big to them. When we try to offer that insight and perspective, sometimes that can, I think that can feel a little belittling or uh, diminishing for the person whose experience feels so large. But So we have to be very careful in the way we couch it, not to try and minimize their experience, the magnitude of their experience, but just try to help them put it in perspective. My son suffered a heartbreak with a girl this summer, and he was crushed, and it felt like the biggest thing that ever happened to him. It was enormous it was painful. It was hard for him. And I know, and those of you who have kids who have lived through their first heartbreak know this, and 
all of us probably have also survived our first heartbreak. It feels like you're the end of the world, the end of life as you know it. It feels like life will never be the same. Your heart is shattered into a million pieces. Again, time and perspective allows us to see that it's just something that happens in life. It's almost inevitable unless you don't get involved in any relation, any uh, romantic relationship with anyone ever for your whole life, you're going to probably suffer heartbreak. That's just the way life is. And so that first one can feel so, so painful. But in the grand scheme of life, it's just a blip on the map. And so I couldn't possibly hope to help my son understand the relative significance of this in his life because it felt huge to him. So what I did instead was just hold the space for him to be sad, to be angry, to be disappointed, to be confused, to be unsure. I offered lots of opportunities, gentle opportunities for him to talk if he wanted to. I let him know I was there. I made sure I was in the same room with him when his siblings weren't. I tried to just be available to him. And I was amazed at how he worked his way through it. And I told him afterwards, he allowed all those feelings. And that's what I said, rather than try to hide from your feelings or pretend that they didn't exist or stuff them down, you felt them deeply. You were angry, you were sad, you were hurt, you were disappointed, you were unsure. And we talked about the stages of grief and how grief doesn't just happen when you when someone you love dies. It happens when you lose a significant relationship, when you leave your job, when you lose a friend, when you when your house burns down, when you're when you get in a car accident and your car is totaled, when uh, your dog runs away. I mean, grief is just the loss of something that's precious to you. So he's already familiar with the stages of grief, but we went back through, you know, I kind of briefly went back through the five stages of grief and how you don't go through them in a nice, neat little order and you might bounce around and you think you're fine and then boom, you're back again. But I, I said I was so impressed with the way you just allowed yourself to experience this instead of hiding or running from it or pretending that it wasn't there. You just allowed it. And I believe that he healed much faster as a result. So the next time he gets involved in a relationship and it doesn't work out, hopefully he won't have the enormity of the feelings that he did. But if he does, he knows he now knows how to work through them. And he knows how to allow sadness and fear and anger and all that kind of stuff. And so for our kids, until they can get the perspective of the relative significance of this event in the grand scheme of life, whatever they're suffering with, the best thing that we can do is to hold the space gently, calmly, lovingly, just be there for them, not overreact, not over coddle, not smother them, 
out of our own need to fix it or to help them or to relieve their pain. Have the courage to allow their experience and to encourage them to have their experience and just let them know that we are unconditionally there and available for them. I think that's the most beautiful thing we can do. Because like I said before, we always grow through pain. That's where we grow. So once they get through this difficult thing, failing the test that they worked so hard on, um, letting their teacher down, or being betrayed by a friend, once they get through these difficult situations, there's so much learning that comes out of it on the other side. Not, not in the moment, not in the heat of the, the suffering and the pain and the discomfort, but on the other side there is. And if they know that you're a trusted, a trusted place, a safe place to land, and that you're there and willing to help them and support them and be there for them, they're going to be much more likely to turn to you when they have those challenging moments. So that is pretty much what I wanted to talk about today. I hope that helps you to have some ideas of how to help your children when they're having a hard moment and also how to move through a hard moment for yourself as well. Wherever you are in this world, I hope that you make it a fabulous day for yourself. That wraps up this episode of Powerful Parenting for Today's Kids. If you know anyone who could benefit from this episode or this podcast in general, please share it with them. Also, I always love hearing feedback from my listeners. I welcome you to send me an email to erin at erin-taylor.com if you have any comments or questions that come up for you in an episode. Our children are our future. Parenting them is the most sacred task we will ever be asked to do. It truly does take a village to raise a child. Let's help each other to raise our children to be who it is they are meant to be. If at any point you feel like you need a little extra help and support, reach out to me. I am here to help you.